welcome back to another episode of Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And today we are wrapping up our Women by Women series. But really, Ashley and I are just going to sit back and chat because that's what the world needs right now, right? Definitely. And we're still going to talk about books by our favorite women authors, but we also just want to sit back, unscripted, just talk about, I don't know, the magic of books and... um, how amazing the online book community is, and I don't know, what, whatever else. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that the world has been less than ideal lately, and we just kind of need to hang out and hang out with our friends, be relaxed, and just talk about what we've been reading, if we've been able to read, um, and yeah, how we've been dealing with social isolation. Oh my gosh, sorry, seven. Ashley's about to hit 10,000 followers. <laughs> We're just oh like obnoxiously watching the numbers go. <laughs> All right, we need to we need to just let's just address the elephant in the room. We're recording this as I'm about to hit ten thousand followers, or well, I don't know. I mean, seven more people have to look at my feed and say, mm. <laughs> "Good enough." <laughs> what would you do if I unfollowed you? <laughs> well, Cassidy was like, "I'm gonna unfollow you just so that I can be the ten thousand person." I'm like, "Can you not say that? Can you not put that into the universe?" Because like everyone will do that, and then I'll be back down to nine hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing this podcast isn't live because everybody would be like, "I'm gonna be the one." Oh my god! But okay, while we wait for this very exciting milestone, that's not even happening to me yet. Here I am checking your numbers constantly. <laughs> Thanks. You're a good friend. Um, I'll do the same with you. Okay. Obviously, we all know it's not about the numbers, but like what I've been after since I joined this community is really that swipe up. Honestly, for content creators, it just makes it so much simpler to be like, if you want to find this specific item or this article, like here you go. Um, So it'll be very exciting because I mean, for anyone who follows you who listens to the podcast but maybe doesn't follow the podcast account like now do we just guide everyone so much easier to that and plus all of your bullet journaling stuff and I mean like if I feel like sharing the podcast maybe I like don't want to do a swipe up to that okay (laughs) (laughs) all right let me just like crawl into a hole and die as I've already feel constantly that I am Ashley's two days older than me (laughs) And I just always feel like I'm her annoying little sister that's, like, tagging along. And I'm like, hey, like, you probably like her. And they're like, oh, now we're stuck with the blonde chick. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, none of that is true. Anyways, let's get back to books. Yesterday was such a wash for me. I literally read all day long. Like I did nothing but read. What are you reading? Tell us about your Korean TBR. Well, here's the thing. I'm in a haze. Like I'm in a fog. Like I wake up every day and I'm like, what world am I in? Because it's not this one because I have been, by the time this goes live, I will have finished the Akatar series, but currently I'm a hundred and like 50, 60 ish pages into the third book. I'm a hundred pages into A Court of Thorns and Roses. So yeah, Ashley very generously got the books for me before on uh, the so two weeks ago, I guess, but when this all sort of or a week ago, I don't know what is time. Um, <laughs> when this all started getting crazier and like 
I live in the New York City area, which everybody knows is like the East Coast hotbed for what's going on right now. It's like, we're not doing well over here. Um, And I'm laughing because that's how I handle stressful situations. And (laughs) Ashley was like, I'm reading these books. They will transport you into a different world. I think you need them. And what's so special about the books is that they really force you to block out the outside world. I mean, Phoebe, I'm like, it's it's so crazy because I know, like, I was where you were not too long ago. You just don't even know what's about to happen. Like, you oh. don't even know what beautiful, like, if I go reread this series again, I'm going to basically, like, skim through the first book. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what you keep saying, it, that the first book is so different, and I'm like... I'm so confused by this. I know. It's so, oh, I just, I can't, I can't speak about it because it's just like, it's like, so, so people keep asking me like, will I really like this book? Because I'm, because I'm not a fantasy reader and I'm not a fantasy reader. And when I say I'm not a fantasy reader, I mean, I have zero interest ever. And I don't think that will ever change at reading Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, these epic tales that are usually by male authors that focus a lot more on like the fighting and like this huge like epic story that's being told with lots of characters and lots of knowledge that has to go into it and Sarah J Moss does an excellent job of creating a world that's very digestible for people that aren't as familiar or as invested in that and her books are way more or at least Akatar. there's a lot more romance to it like this is why I think you're gonna like it Phoebe because you talk about how you really want to feel the authenticity between the characters mm-hmm. and you feel it like you're like yes I've been waiting for this moment for so long and it's here like that's what makes this so epic and then there's like these super high stakes and there's so much going on and there's badass female characters that just annihilate the world and that's the thing is like the first book you only know the the rest of the characters don't even come like really into the first book that's what everybody else is saying and I'm like I am confused I know (laughs) and I was like I'm along for the ride I get really stressed about some things so I like I asked Kaylee I was like can you just tell me this one thing and uh because I just need to know and she told me and then she was like but you need to give it a chance, Ashley. Like, you really need to give it a chance. Like, just read book two and you're gonna understand. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was so stressed. And now I'm so freaking in love with this series. I'm so obsessed. Yeah. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for you to read the second book. So... In our romance series, which we did before this, we mentioned some of the upcoming books that we were excited about, and the sequel to the Bromance Book Club released on March 3rd, um, and, or March 10th, and uh, it's called Undercover Bro- Bromance by Lissa K. Adams. I read that, and that was, like, a nice little, like... Was it good? Because I'm, I'm worried about, like, I was kind of not worried, but, like, I knew that it's, like... Uh, what's the sister's name? Liv? Yeah, Liv. it's Liv's yeah. story. So, right? Right. So I wasn't and sure. And we didn't like I didn't Liv. like Liv. Sorry. Liv is... So, here's the deal with this one. It definitely addressed the 
like the reader's issues with Liv because okay. this one addressed like Liv's competitive nature with other women and um, the issues that has stemmed from her fa- her parents' divorce and right. her father. So all of those things get addressed and you definitely um, feel like a greater connection to them. It does have, like, an instant love or insta-love quality to it that I'm not, like, I like a slow burn. I like, like I said, I like the characters. Uh, and more, more reasons why you're going to really love Akatar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Akatar is Ashley's new Simple Wild. She told me I would read it and say Jonah who. And, like, I me, did. I said those words. Them I said the fighting words. Them- <laughs> Fighting words. Capital F. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I really liked, I didn't, because I didn't like Brayden Mack in the Bromance Book Club either. So I was like, How? right. And I'm now, I, like the third book is about Noah, I think, who is like one of the book club members and a character who's introduced and one of the female characters who's introduced in undercover bromance so there is another book coming out in october and i was like i don't like these characters like i i liked gavin and thea like i was like so into gavin like i wanted more of their story and you get pieces of them in in um undercover bromance but i do think it's really cool like a really cool idea for a series it's like a world yeah yeah i really like that um um, it was so, fun. Uh, it's funny. Like, it's de- I didn't like it as much as the first one, but it definitely was, like, balm for my soul at this point in time. <laughs> like, it yeah, was just fun yeah. to... For romance readers, it's probably, like, entertaining. And then for non-romance readers, it's like you're getting an education on two really different topics. Right. Um, I feel like it's, right now, at least I know I am, it's... The only books that are going to be calling to me are like romance and fantasy, and it's just that's just the season of life that I think many of us are in right now, where it's just I I I cannot physically pick up a book right now that's like the Nightingale. Like I no. just I I can't do that right now. My heart is not in it, and I don't want to do a book like that. That's beautiful injustice because I'm not in the right headspace for it and really the only thing that I'm in the headspace for is something that like I don't have to think about like I I think I think about it because I'm immersed in the story and the characters and I'm invested in it but I'm not like thinking like how was this executed like how could it have been executed better yeah where my critical reading skills are kind of uh on the shelf right now (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, no. this has just been kind of like a whole education and like mental health to begin with. Right now, I'm just like giving myself a lot of grace. And that's like, it's a big deal for uh, for me as the Enneagram 3. Uh, yeah, and same. <laughs> and like, Watson, I, why are you barking at me? Do you hear him? Or he's not barking, he's growling. I was going like to say, low... I've got, I've heard, I hear no barking. He's going, he's going, <laughs> who unfollowed you, mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just wants the rubs. Aww. Just wants the belly rubs. Wow. Um, but oh, anyways, yeah. So, okay, besides Akatar, what are you planning on reading whilst in quarantine? <sighs> Although I know we're not supposed to say know. quarantine. We're not actually in quarantine. Yeah, I'm... Uh, 
I am reading. Okay, so I'm going to finish Akatar. And then I'm going to mellow and self-pity and destruction afterwards for a good three to five days. Um, because I don't know what else I will do with my life when this series is over. Um, I've already started making a playlist to help me get through that tough time. Okay. Um, that's a bunch of books or a bunch of songs that remind me of the books so far. Oh, do you want to know what's on it so that you can try to like get guess like the vibes? Yes. Okay. So. That's fun. I that's like a, I love that you do that. Ashley made our um, Peter Kabinsky support group playlist. Yeah, that is. Like I do that. Such a mood. I put it like it is so good. It's, it's a, honestly such a one sexy of my playlist. <laughs> it's so sexy. It's like one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I do that when I. It's like one of my like I don't know if coping mechanism is the right word to use, but I have a very obsessive personality um, where like I will fixate on something and not be able to turn it off. So one of the ways that I like help channel that is by making playlists and that so I can spend like hours scouring for songs that remind me of of like the book or the movie or whatever it is so that's what I already started doing with this like halfway through the second book because I just like if I wasn't reading it I was thinking about it and so I needed to like do other things with my life and so I put the like I put music on and then anytime I would think I would be like oh this would be a really good song for it I'd add it to the playlist so some of the best ones right now are Pompeii by Bastille. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. I'm interested for people that have read the books series to think why that song particularly. Um, what else? Uh, a remix of Every Little Thing She Does is Magic. I don't know that one. Yes, you do. It's like, every little thing she does is magic. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. I just wanted to make you sing. Oh. <laughs> I'm very, I've, I'm talented, as you can see. Um, what else? Some some Ellie Goulding is on here. Ooh, that's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song's still falling for you. I feel like that's really good. Let's let's play. I don't know. This is probably copyrighted. Probably yeah, I don't anything. think we can do that. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. Kiss Me by Ed Sheeran. Oh, I'm so basic, but I love Ed Sheeran. <laughs> say You Won't Let Go, or yeah, Say You Won't Let Go by James Arthur. Arthur. You know, know it's that like, yeah, you do. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding like, you this time. It's like, <laughs> Say You Won't Let Go or Say You Won't Let Me Go. Say You Won't Let Go. It's like, say, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> wait i wonder if i play it if you'll hear it through the, your headphones and not through this audio clip can you hear it no i'm playing it for oh. myself <laughs> you've definitely heard it before it's very like ed sheeran vibes okay it won't let because my microphone's plugged in my computer won't let me play it okay well it's okay for your for next time anyways that's what i've got so far there's also like so I've noticed some authors will also make playlists that like they listen to when they were writing it or that help them shape their characters. Yeah. I and that's character a really playlists. fun thing to look at. Yeah. I'm, that's um, that's really cool. One of my I always love nine nine five. Um one of my friends uh was the so at my college we had like a one production a year was completely student produced and directed. And oh, that's so who directed that I wasn't in the show. 
um, but she had her actors make character playlists. So, like, what would your character be walking around with in their headphones? And oh, I, love that. I loved that, and it was so fun. And I've done it for like every other show since because it's just like it's a way to like if you're something you're like you said like something that you're always constantly thinking about. It's a really way. It's a good way to like channel either that yeah. like nervous energy or um, it's like a productive way. Of, um... Our our Peter Kavinsky playlist for anybody who's interested in, I do I like think I can share. Well, maybe that'll be one of my swipe ups. I'll swipe up to the playlist. Oh, it's so good. I play. I listen. It's to a it. bunch of Lov. Lo- is that how we say his name? Yeah, Lov. It's a bunch of him because and then some he like has good. such a sexy voice. And I just like his choruses are so good. Like yeah. like for not being like super pop music like it they're such earworm songs um and uh it also has some really good uh like early 2000s jt Mm -hmm. and like usher like it's just it's such a sexy playlist it's so good (laughs) it's like i'm I, i was thinking i think i was so um phoebe alex and i talk about peter kavinsky all the time way too much that's helpful for people that are like older than him yeah, than, he can never know that. that that we have that we do this. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. it's also for me. It's less about like I'm like, like I I'm reading like Peter Kavinsky fan fiction at this point. I am so so invested. in it. I love him so. I mean, much. but again, this isn't. That's another great escapism. Like, yeah. So those books are just so like, man. I wish I was seventeen again, kind of thing. Um. I wish that I could go back to the only way I would go back to 17 is with like the hindsight of like this isn't going to be forever and I think like you don't you think that would ruin some of the drama or the the, some of the like magic of it if you were like thinking about things that were more serious like I feel like that's part of the one like the magic of being young is that you're so conceited or not conceited you're so self-centered yeah like you think that the whole world revolves around your teenage problems because the world doesn't feel any bigger than that like it feels like that is it like I never thought like I remembered like the day of my eighth grade graduation because I went to a school that was like kindergarten through eighth grade and I I remember I like looked at my friends and I was like, did anybody think this day would actually happen? Like, I really thought I would be a kid forever. And now I'm living through a pandemic. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at this situation, guys. I'm just so stressed. Um, But did you read fan fiction as a kid? Or a I teenager? T- I did. Oh, yeah, I, I did too. I totally did. And it was like Harry Potter fan fiction. Oh my God. So seriously dirty Harry Potter fan fiction. Seriously. I was like, but now that I think about it, it probably wasn't that dirty because I was just dirty because was, I was 17. Oh, I was like, no, no. I read some very alarming Draco or Hermione fan fiction. Oh. <laughs> and like that's, I learned a lot of things about adult relationships <laughs> through fan fiction. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I definitely had my hand in some fa- some Harry Potter fan fiction, and like now I'm like, okay, so I did write a book when I was uh, in middle school that was called the uh, what was it called? Like something so basic, like the everyday life of me or something, and it was. <laughs> Sorry. It like took a second for that to absorb in my brain. <laughs> it was fiction though it wasn't based on me and it was like 
this girl and she had like a sister that was really annoying. I don't have a sister that's really annoying. Um, I had to have sisters, but it like it was totally not based off of me at all. And like her parents were really annoying. Basically, everybody was just really annoying. And uh, and yeah, it was it was actually a three. It was three three books. It was a trilogy. <laughs> I would take like life of me. And I would take like uh I took cardboard, pieces of cardboard and then made put a book tape oh. all over it to make a book cover. I wrote a book So they're bound. I wrote a book in the fourth grade when I like my Harry Potter obsession was like not even at its peak. Um I I got so into the idea of boarding school and like taking the train to school and all of that and I wrote I had to write like a Christmas story and um it was supposed to be like you know 10 pages and I wrote 52 (laughs) and my teacher was like you were supposed to write and then like it was you were gonna make like a storybook so then we were gonna illustrate them ourselves and my teacher Mrs. Davis shout out um (laughs) she was like she like wrote this letter home to my parents and was like Phoebe is very creative and she has very active imagination and she wrote a chapter book and like from that Ooh. moment on my pa- like I really owe her a lot because she like inspired my parents to really like foster my creativity um and like they my parents like if I wanted to stay in and write or read my parents never were like go outside get fresh air like they really like let me like lay into that creative side, and I think that's why I feel so confident doing what I do now. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah, um, she like I she, feel like she always writes me notes. Like we're Facebook friends, and so she like she always writes me notes of like I always knew you were destined for like destined for like creative things. Like <laughs> the book, that's I so think I sweet. called it the Christmas Train or something. It's about. This girl named Emily Claire and her best friend Lucy, which my best friend's names were Emily Claire and Lucy. <laughs> wow, you're very creative. Yes, I can see where, where I, that creativity came. I named from. them all in my book because that was so exciting. That was so important to me. Um, but yeah, I definitely have been dipping into the uh, the to all the boys fan fiction just because it's like I don't know like I just finished rereading a book that I read as like a middle schooler, and um, there's just something like really comforting about returning to worlds that you're familiar with, and yeah, it's, that's like, true. I, I think like that like people like knock fan fiction and people who write fan fiction, but honestly. I think it is so important to, like, have a universe that you know and that you just want to expand upon. Um, I mean, I yeah, <laughs> I was a feminist from, like, day one because my Harry Potter fan fiction was about um, if Dumbledore had a granddaughter <laughs> and she was, like, going to school with Harry <laughs> That's and, great. like, constantly had to save Harry instead of, like, Harry being the hero. Our next series is going to be a YA series, and I'm so excited about it because I think in light of what we've been talking about today, Phoebe, I may have to break out the diary that we talked about and share some excerpts. Oh, okay. Everything is good again. (laughs) Like, you know, because that's the ultimate YA novel. Although, I mean, we're going to explore this in the the series, but 
YA is not why the definition of YA has changed a lot. What else have you been doing with your time? How, are you uh, watching any new TV shows? Um, I did start Little Fires Everywhere. Ooh, um, is it good? I haven't. So my book club, I think, just decided to add that to our lineup. So I did not enjoy the book. <laughs> um, yeah, I have heard mixed things. I so I I actually really do not want to read it. Um, I don't think you <clears> need just because. To, honestly, I just would rather watch a show. I think I thought when I read Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed, I thought that she accomplished. Like I got out of that book what I think I was supposed to get out of Little Fires Everywhere. Um, yeah. And Little Fires Everywhere is very, like, number one, I read it when I was recovering from my wisdom tooth surgery, um, which I had a terrible experience with. So I don't know if that yeah added to it at all. Um, it's, like, there are so many characters and so many storylines. And it just, it just, like, didn't, it wasn't for me. The writing, but, I, but like, one of my best friends loaned it to me and she was like, I love this book. You need to read it. And anything time, anything, anytime she does that, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't like this book, Megan. But when the trailer came out for Little Fires Everywhere, I was like, wow, this trailer in 35 seconds. I mean, I'm obsessed with Carrie Washington, like obsessed with her. Oh so. my gosh. Have you watched American Son on Netflix? No. It was a play that was on Broadway. It was her and Jeremy Jordan. And I don't remember who the other actor is, um, but then... Netflix has been doing this really cool thing where they've been making film adaptations of plays. So it's heartbreaking. Um, And it's really interesting to see it from, because I saw it when it was on stage and it hit me in such different ways than it was on film because they didn't change the script. They just changed the medium. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like in film, like if you get a film script versus a play script, the dialogue is very different and the amount of dialogue is very different. On stage, you say much more because you don't have the benefit of a close-up shot. Whereas on film, you say less with words and more with your face. Um, mm. So I kind of think there should have been some edits made, but it's Carrie Washington and she's amazing. Um, and it's on Netflix now, so check it out. Um, but the trailer for Little Fires Everywhere in, like, the 30 seconds that I saw the teaser was already more interesting to me than the entire book. And I think – and I felt the same way about Big Little Lies, honestly. I, I did, too. I don't – That's why I feel like I, – I I just don't feel like the need to yeah. – I have so much – so much so many other things to read. I'd rather just watch the show. Yeah. I don't I don't. Which is so, <laughs> so bad as book readers to say. No, I really don't think – because, you know, some things work better – and like a great story can be told in different mediums that are stronger. Like there are so many times where someone will try to sell a book and it will be published for the sake of making it into the movie. And there are other times where a writer will be like, I have this idea for a film and all of a sudden it becomes a novel instead. Like that is, it is, there is crossover that happens all the time like that because there's just sometimes, like, sometimes there are stories that are told stronger in a different format because, right. especially with something that's, like, really introspective and, like, um, I think Little Fires Everywhere lends itself to a visual medium. Um, so, I don't know. I 
because I, I, I liked the idea of the book. I just didn't like how it was executed. And I think the show is doing a good job. Um, but yeah, honestly, I've really just been like leaning into my my virtual friendships and um, my like connecting with my real life friends, obviously, in now like a much more virtual way. So I guess this has been kind of good for like all my friends that I've made through Instagram and all of that, like. Our, our relationships haven't changed. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. Like, think about this. Phoebe and I sit here and we film these episodes and, like, we talk a bunch before we hit record and then we talk a bunch after. And so we'll spend, like, our whole – pretty much, like, our whole day talking and we've never met. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. And I think people forget that we live so far away from each other but because we film this. I know. But people yeah, ask we me the are constant. Not... They're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, we have – a secret way it's not a secret that there's people who do it yeah. all the yeah. time um, honestly because like when ashley was like we should do a podcast i was like oh lol how is that gonna work and she was like i've really thought hard about this and i know how to do it <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> and it's so i mean it's not i wouldn't say it's like easy but it's definitely not difficult yeah. So it's like, I've been talking to you all the time and Cassidy and Alex and I've got this Akatar um, buddy read, which is just bringing life to me. Like it makes me so happy. So I don't know. It's just been so great. I figured what better way to celebrate women in this series by shouting out our favorite bookstagrammers and do like little like superlatives. Yes. <laughs> okay cool let's do it I came up with this list and you can just like we can just think off the cuff of like who we think oh I know fit. I know who I've who I want to ask. oh yeah. okay okay all right first up most likely to make you laugh so I'm gonna put the queen Kristen at craze book club and first. congratulations on Maisie welcome I to the know. world <laughs> We're so happy to have a bookstagram baby. Yay. <laughs> I love Kristen because not only is she literally the funniest person, like she's so funny, but she's also so like down to earth. And then also I'm going to, I'm going to say Alex as well uh, from Commas and Carbs I can't... because oh my God. <laughs> the Peter Kavinsky support group chat makes me la- like, I, I like ugly laugh. I'm like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, deal. That was the best noise I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I, I, better than she, it walks. Like, did you? <laughs> it walks. Did you see her stories? The one that she posted earlier. She was like, I was tagged in several selfie posts earlier. Glad you waited for this, Joe. Oh, I saw that one. Yes. And it's her and Sammy with these face masks and drinking wine. And she said, Face masks and wine in a viewing of Dickie Roberts, former child star. One of us chose the face masks and the wine. It wasn't me. One of us chose Dickie Roberts. Well, hi, hello, David Spade. It was me. Bye. Iconic. She's so funny. I love her. I also love that she's a children's book editor. That's like my favorite thing about her. Um, okay. And Alex. Okay, you're funniest. At Illiterate Cats. She may be my sworn enemy because I will not read The Dutch House until she reads The Simple Wild. But... She's a rocket scientist, like a literal rocket scientist, and the most hilarious person. Like, 
I can't. She's so funny. Like, I'm she's a, so cool too. Like, yes. I do. You get, she's just so cool, and I'm just like, uh, and it's so. Obvious I, I find myself thinking way too long before responding to some like a DM because I'm like, oh, I gotta, gotta, gotta be funny here because I won't, I won't, it won't be worth it. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that pressure a lot because I'm literally not cool at all. So I'm just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> This is just the podcast where I make noise. <laughs> like, I'm not even saying anything. I'm just making noise. Oh, I sang. So we're, we're off to a great start. Um, okay. Most likely to give thoughtful reviews. Because that's why we're here, right? I'm going to say here, Book Nerd Native. She is awesome. She's definitely like a big time bookstagrammer. Yeah. But she posts such thoughtful reviews and such a diverse reading as well. Um. Like, she just reads a lot of different genres and things that I probably wouldn't pick up. Like, I feel like she always has books that I would never have picked up if I hadn't seen it from her. Definitely. Um, which I really, which I love. Yeah. Um, and also Jess at Epiblog, who is just yeah. the most delightful human being to begin with. But um, what I like about her reviews is that they're never, like... She can say such important things and like, she's like, hmm, I'm going to say this in 20 words or less. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how'd you do that? <laughs> and she'll also, she always explains like why something isn't five stars. Yeah. Or what was missing. Like it, versus I feel like a lot of reviews are building up to the five stars. It's like hers, she starts at five stars and retracts kind of thing versus, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's like the vibe I get is that she'll, she's always very thoughtful with thinking like, this is what didn't work for me. And so you can either be like, okay, I feel like that also won't work for me. Or you could be like, no, actually, uh, I think I would like that. So I, I, I appreciate reviews that do that. Because that's the best part. It's not just hearing praises of a book, but trying to figure out whether or not it's a book for you. I agree. Okay, this is my favorite category of all categories. (laughs) Most likely to give you non-bookish content. I really just included this category here so that I could basically just talk about Cassidy. Because let's be honest, uh, she's got great book reviews. Love her book reviews. They're some of my favorite. But also her stories make me die and rarely do they involve books they're usually about her the trunk of her sonata or about peter gallagher just everything i love she's we've got fashion by cassidy we've got sassity kelly um kelly yeah kelly is her alter ego there's just so much there to to decompress and none of it involves books yep (laughs) we are well-rounded individuals very true, very true. Uh, and I guess I'll also include Colleen at Coco Elise here because she has been a self-proclaimed uh, bagel Instagrammer. Yes. She talks all about her <laughs> obsession with bagels. And I'm here for that. Also a lot about body positivity and being a homeowner. And I just, I love Colleen. I think she's so sweet. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. The most likely to bring you joy... For me, yes. mine is Carrie at Lines I Underline. She has oh, Carrie the, is so sweet. The sweetest, like coziest vibe, and like the best voice. Like her, her like, smile is infectious. Yes, and her dogs. I just I I adore her. 
Um, and I found her through my second most likely to bring you joy, which is Alexandra at the Bookish Glow. Oh, yes. Yes. I was going to – so down down below, another category is Best Voice, which is where I put Alexandra. Oh, okay. But I had her originally in Most Likely to Bring You Joy. Yeah. Alexandra will just So like, it's both. Won't even respond to a story. She's just like, how are you doing? And I'm like, thank you for caring about me. <laughs> she's, the, she's the greatest person in the world. Like, yeah. if I didn't already want to live in Canada – Despite its coldness, I would want to move just to be her best friend. And like Angie, read with Angie. I know that she, uh, I think she just started following you. <laughs> and she, she was like, I found Ashley through Phoebe. And I was like, that's yeah, me. Yeah, a couple months ago. <laughs> a couple months ago, um, yeah. She's so positive. Yeah, she also has like, I don't know, you Canadian bookstagrammers just have these like delightful, warm, cozy homes and these like sweet I voices. Know. And I'm just like. Yeah, okay, weird. well, while we're on it, best voice, uh, Shape by Stories, Diane. Oh my God, her voice is of an angel. Sorry, nine nine eight. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah. <gasps> um. So I met Diane through the Akatar, uh, book buddy read, forced buddy read by Kaylee <laughs> and Annalise, <laughs> and um, and she like has the best voice ever. I listened to her. Uh, read a children's book last night on oh, Instagram. Oh, I love that everyone's been doing so that. It was so beautiful. I know. I know. Okay. Oh, who brings me joy? Sorry, I missed that category. Um, reading Beyond Reality, she is currently in grad school. So she's been like left out, less active right now, but she's back um, home right now. And she Every time she gets on her stories, I kid you not, I have the biggest smile on my face because her voice is just like, hey guys, how are you? And she's just so authentic and I just, I really enjoy her stories every time she gets on there. So I hope oh, that, so you know, during this, she's so cute and I hope that during like the summer and when she's got more time to read again, like that we see more of her because I know what it's like to be in grad school and I know how overwhelming it is and you definitely don't have time to do a lot of um she's studying to be an eye doctor um and then also amber at by amber burns she always shares such positive uplifting things um i just think she's such a joy and i look forward to her stories every day last category most likely to influence you i mean everybody influences me but right now i feel like i can't say this without mentioning Kaylee because she <laughs> literally like I wish I could read you the messages she was basically like I'm putting you in this buddy read and you're gonna read these books in March but I just didn't know if I was gonna like them because it was such a big series and so I bought them from my used bookstore with store credit because I was like if I don't like it it's no loss really um and then I loved them so much that I'm now giving that series to Alex at Commas and Carbs. I'm going to send that to her so she can read it. And then I'm going to – she's going to love them. Like her and Sarah um, at the High Reader, like I already told them both that they will fall in love with this series. There's no way they don't. There's literally no way. Um, If you like Serpent and Dove, there's no way you cannot like this series. So – Anyways, I bought a fresh, like, brand new set because I just, I, I needed, like, the pristine, like, basically box set. We love a of fresh my set. own. 
So anyways, um, so yeah, I'm going to say literary penguins for this one for sure. Um, Yeah, I'm very influenced by Kaylee. Um, Honestly, you've just been the one who's influencing the most. (laughs) I think like, but I just, I feel like I literally, I read everything that you pitched in the romance series with the exception of the right swipe. Um, Yeah. And I enjoyed them. So. Oh, yay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, that's so true. Like, if I think about, like, um, who influences me the most, it's the people that I talk to every single day that are, like, that I really trust. Like, I really trust your opinion. Yeah. And so it's so much more. Because you guys feel like more than just people on the internet. You feel like real, real friends. Yeah, but it's also, like, I feel like I get to know my friends, like, tastes in books. And I'm, like, because, I, I mean, I would be very open with, like, anyone and be like, oh, like, you wouldn't like it. Like, I love it, but I know you wouldn't like it. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, my God. Did it happen? Yes. <gasps> Yay. Oh, my God. Wait. Just hit 999. Nine, nine, nine. John just came in here. Woo, woo. Oh, hi, John. <sighs> Were you watching? Oh, he was watching outside the door. Oh. I just closed it and left. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that's the best place to wrap it up. Um, I guess so. We hope you've enjoyed today's nice, relaxing, very long, episode. very long chat and our Women by Women series. So we hope you will join us next week when we'll be introducing our next series for April. That it's all about YA. Yeah, and then as we kind of previewed in this episode, we're going to be talking about YA is not just for young adults, but it is for everybody. So as always, please feel free to leave a review and a rating if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or stop by our Instagram at ReaderListedPod to leave a comment on today's post. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Original music by Jake Thorne. Original artwork by Lindsay Huckabee. You can find Lindsay on Instagram at lindsaydrawsitagain or on Etsy at lindsaydrawsco. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at readitorlistedpod. All rights reserved, 2020.